Praise God. Praise God. Man, this is not how you must be on the first Sunday of the year. Man, yes. Hallelujah. Make some noise. We choose to be a loud church. And, amen. I want a loud church. God wants a loud church. We are a loud church. Man, that's right. I refuse to be silent. I refuse to be silent. This church will not go silent. We will not go silent on praise. Amen. That's right. Shouts of victory. That's what the Bible says. I go by the word. Amen. Shouts of triumph shall be the tens of the righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, learn to shout. You better learn to shout. And that's, that's how you prepare for victory. You learn to rejoice. You learn to celebrate. Amen. You're, you're ready to celebrate. You know, how many of you have seen, you know, there's a match going on, you know, and then that, that final whistle blows or that final point is scored, and the time is, whatever it is, that the end is done, and then the, the, the players will erupt into victory. Amen. Erupt to the celebration. They are ready. Say ready. You got to be ready. Tell your neighbor, be ready to worship. Be ready to praise. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to know that the devil doesn't want you to be ready. The devil wants you to be unprepared in worship. Man, the devil wants you to be unprepared, taken back by surprise when the opportunity comes for you to worship. That's what the, that's the scheme of the enemy. Amen. To take you by surprise when the opportunity comes. Oh, I'm not ready. Don't be like that. The year of readiness. Man. Hallelujah. Let it show in everything that you do. Everything. Every single thing that you do for the Lord, let that readiness be revealed. Amen. If you're choosing to be sluggish, if you're choosing to be like, you know, laid back this year, I'm telling you, you'll be disappointed. It will not go well. Okay. Take it as a warning. And I'm, I'm telling you one more time, with all my love, if you're choosing to be sluggish this year, if you're choosing to be laid back, if you're choosing to be unprepared, you're not going, it's not going to go well with you. Amen. The Lord wants you to be prepared, Amen. ready, Amen. ready. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You're in the house of God. Yes. Amen. The first Sunday of the year, you're in the house of God. The house where God has established you. Amen. Amen. Where the Lord has planted you to prosper and to thrive and to bear fruit. Amen. I hope you're, you're sitting here with that conviction. Some of you are still like looking very doubtful. Am I in the right place? Figure it out this year. Without further delay, yeah, figure it out. You got to figure it out whether you're in the right place or not. Don't waste time anywhere. Don't waste time anywhere. Don't, don't go anywhere because somebody cumbled you to go. Man, hallelujah. Be purposeful, intentional. Amen. And willing. Hallelujah. I hope you are spiritually alert enough to understand the significance of being in the house of God on the first Sunday of the year. Do you understand? It's a significant thing. Yes. Okay. My family has no choice but to agree with me. <laughs> they are like, you know, they are, yes, it is. My husband, it is. Yes. My father, it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, a, it's, the, it's the right. You got to be alert enough to understand the significance of being in the house of God. Yes. Not the right time. Amen. Man. Hallelujah. The benefits of being where God wants you to be at the right time. And the losses that you can incur by not being where God wants you to be at the right time. Amen. And the Bible is full of examples for us to, to consider. You know, 
uh, even as we are in the year of readiness and we are kicking start a, a new series called uh, Dressed in Readiness. I would like to call it Dressed in Readiness. The sermon series is titled Dressed in Readiness. Amen. Uh, I want to read out the key verse which uh, uh, was you know, given to you on for watch night. Luke chapter 12 and verse 35. Luke chapter 12 and verse 35. I want you to appreciate the worship team. Yes. Be dressed in readiness and keep your lamps lit. One more time. Be dressed in readiness and keep your lamps lit. Be like men who are waiting for the master when he returns from the wedding feast so that they may immediately open the door to him when he comes and knocks. Amen. For those of you who missed out on the word ministered here at the Watch Night Service, I hope you have taken the time and the effort uh, to at least go back and listen to the, the, the webcast or the, the YouTube, uh, just the video which was published on the YouTube channel. Uh, and I want you to stay connected. Tell your neighbor, stay connected. Amen. Tell your neighbor, it's very important. If it were not so, I would not have told you. It is very important to stay connected. Amen. Don't, don't take it lightly. Don't take it for granted. Don't take the word for granted. Don't take what is being ministered for granted. It is very important. One word can change. One word coming your way from the mouth of the Lord can change your life. Amen. One word. Stay connected. Amen. And stay committed. Tell your neighbor, stay committed to the church. With some more, some more. <clears throat> stay committed to the church. This is your, that's right, this is your father's house. You know, stay connected to the word which is being released here. Follow through with response. You, ha you have to follow through. It's very important to follow through with your response. You can listen to the word and go back and forget it. But the Bible talks us about, talks that we must be doers of the word. That's right. Effective doers, not forgetful hearers. You got to be effectual doers. For to be effectual doers, to be effective doers, you got to be, you, ha you have to follow through. Say follow through. Follow through is important. Amen. Uh, uh, it will change your life. Make this your discipline this year. Make it a discipline in your life this year. Following through with what God is ministering to you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Follow through with that. That's right. Whatever the Lord is ministering to you from here, follow through. Stay respond. Stay responsive. And, uh, you know, build your loyalty to God's word, to God's people, to the church. Build your loyalty. Don't be found in a place of, you are, not, you are doubtful whether you are loyal or not. Everybody is doubtful about your loyalty. Don't be like that. Build your loyalty Amen. to God, to God's people, to the church. Amen. Amen. It is important. And I want, I want to tell you with all my love, don't get too busy in life that you don't even realize that you are drifting away from what, where God wants you to be. Amen. It, it is so possible. That you can get so busy, so caught up with something that comes your way and that you, you begin to drift away, not realizing how far you have drifted. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. Make church priorities. Tell your neighbor priority. Say church is priority. Uh, do not come here just, for, just to have some weekend, yeah, weekend social life. You come to church just to have a your, 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 your share of weekend social life. That's not, you come, that's not the reason why you come to church. You, know, you don't come to hang out with your 
with your clique of friends. Your, your, you don't come here to chit-chat with the people that are, like, you know, you, you're dear to, that are dear to you. That's not why you come to church. You come to church because it is intentional for you. Amen. Amen? This is where we worship God together. Amen. This is where we serve God together. Are you getting this? Amen. This is where we serve God together. I mean, if anybody has a different idea about church, get out, get rid of that idea. This is where we serve God together. We serve God together. We've got to serve God together. Be alert to the one who's building the church. Jesus Christ said, I will build my church. And the building is going at a, and as you near the finishing, <laughs> the, the finishing is always fast. This is uh, overtime. There's overtime work being done. I, I, I even understand these things. How many of you build, build a house of your own or ever been part of a, a house that was built? The finishing is always overtime work. You work extra. You know, the, the other day I was, uh, you know, I dropped King after the, the focus meeting and I was driving back around 11 o'clock, 11, 11.30 when we reached Tirula. And I'm seeing uh, there's a bank branch about to open up near to my house. And I'm seeing a lot of workers inside just painting and drilling, you know, what all they're doing. Because finishing is about urgency. Say urgency. urgency. Amen. So the, huh? the details, that's right. So the, 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 the Spirit of God is working on the details. Yeah. Amen. And we got to respond. Be ready. Say ready. ready. We have work to do for the kingdom of God. Amen. Show responsibility to God. Amen. Show some response. Tell your neighbor, show responsibility to God. Be responsible unto God. Yeah. Be responsible unto God. You got to be responsible unto God. You got to be responsible, responsible to your church. No amens for that. How do, how, how, do you, how, how do you show responsibility to God? Number one, by being responsible to your church. Man, show some responsibility to church. Take responsibility to keep this house in order. Man, this is God's house. This is the, the work of his hands. Man, take the effort. Now, the things that you see here are not public property. For your kind information, this is not public property. Silence. Let it sink in. This is not public property. This is sacred property. Man, this belongs to God. Man, show responsibility. You know, I, I, I'm sick and tired of seeing this slackness, uh, the way some of some of us Christians treat the things of God and there is no, there's no ownership. Don't be like that. Ah, that's, 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 you know, that's everyone's money. That's tax money. Like that. Don't be like that. And the, the, how Malayalis uh, approach KSR uh, buses. That's tax money. I also paid money for this. Don't be like that. This is God's house. Man, the things that are here belong to God. It belongs to God. To be responsible. Tell anybody be responsible. To ask anybody, are you getting this? Are you getting this? Be responsible. Start to see things uh, differently. Amen. This year, start to see things differently. Those who serve in this church, those who are serving you in this church, don't take them for granted. Please don't take them for granted. Be willing to share the burden of service. Not that everyone can do everything, but we all can do something. 
Hello, somebody say amen to that. We all can do something. There's something that we all can do. Amen. You don't need to go to Bible college to serve, serve God. Trust me. You don't need to go to Bible college to serve God. You just need to have a willing heart. Amen. An available heart. And be ready. Tell your neighbor, be ready. Be sensitive to the needs of the house of God and respond with willingness to serve. Don't, don't come here like, oh, see, I'm, a, I'm an ace at this. No, not, not because of that. Not because you're great in something, but because you want to serve God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, see, th th this won't thrive in the kingdom of God. Your smartness, your reliance on your smartness and your, you know, your confidence in who you are does not thrive in the kingdom of God. Man, what thrives here is reliance on the grace of God. Man, and submission to that. I mean, I, I've seen that. You know, I've, I've been in ministry for a few years. I, I've seen how the Lord works. I've seen how the Lord takes words very seriously. He takes our words very seriously. Be ready for action. Be, be people of initiative. You know, how, many of, how many of you consider the privileges that you enjoy by being in the house of God? We all enjoy privileges. Yeah, that's it's a privilege. The fact that you're sitting on a chair and the AC was kept on before you came and everything is clean and uh, the band was ready and uh, the ministers were here. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. huh? It's a privilege. The fact that we are live streaming is a privilege to those of you who are watching us online. It's a privilege. Take stock of the privileges. Amen. And be good stewards of it. Man, there's a lot of hard work, commitment, dedication, sacrifice, you know, into all that goes on, you know, behind what happens here. And I'm not trying to pat anybody's shoulder or I'm not trying to highlight anybody here, but just want you to know, we are all called to serve together. We all have a responsibility to the house of God. You know, otherwise, you know, you will see some, in you know, some homes, you see the, the, the wife will be doing all the work. The, she's slogging, the mother, slogging her butt out. Slogging, sweating. She doesn't have time to even sit down. Rest of them, rest of us are all chilling. The children, the, you know, the, the, you know what I'm talking about. That's such a terrible attitude. Man, and don't be like that. When you come to the house of God, don't be like that. There is a space to serve. Man, there is a space. Be willing. It comes to you not because you show off, but be because you present a heart of readiness unto God. Man. I'm telling you from my life. It comes to you because you are ready to serve, not because you're good in something. Man, I'm not here because I'm good in something. Man, if I'm good in something now, it's because God is making me good in something. Are you getting this? God equips us, amen. He makes us able. When, you, when, you, when we make ourselves available unto God, He makes us able to do what He calls us to, to do. Simple as that. Amen. So I will be on your case. If I see slackness uh, and, uh, uh, you know, a, a sense of despising, uh, you know, the work of the Lord, uh, you know, whether you like it or not, I'll be on your case. I will take up my time with you, I will, I'll, I'll be speaking to you. So, and I want you to take this seriously, okay? We are on a different mode this year. And I'm not here to please man, okay? And I want to make it very straight. 
we are here to grow together we are here to serve god together we are ready to do to usher in what the lord wants to do in our in our midst amen and uh, your long face does not intimidate me amen so better change yeah now i i also want to tell you something a secret that i've learned in my walk with the lord serving the church is a secret to consistent spiritual blessing and growth Okay, only those of you who have benefited from this can say amen. The rest of you can just wait, okay? Serving the church is the secret to consistent spiritual growth and blessing. Amen. I want to read one of the many verses which was uh, shared um, in the New Year service. You know, for those of you who cared to come or those of you who, you know, went back and listened or chose to be connected first peter uh, chapter 1 and verse 13 for you, and for all of your sake i'm going to read it out one more time first peter chapter 1 and verse 13 put it up on the screen 1 peter 1 13 that's right therefore prepare your minds say therefore, therefore. together say therefore. therefore say therefore therefore ah one more time say therefore. therefore i like the ring one more time say therefore therefore, therefore. prepare your minds for action keep sober in spirit fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of jesus christ therefore so this therefore implies there is something before this verse there's something that is mentioned before this verse it's like a it's like a fulcrum it's like a pivot and then on that pivot you are concluding something therefore prepare your prepare your minds for action keep sober in spirit fix your hope therefore why let's let's read a few verses back i want you to put it from verse 10 onwards first peter chapter 1 and verse 10 onwards as to this salvation say salvation, salvation. all those you have say, all those of you are saved say salvation, salvation. Ah, with a smile say salvation. salvation if you're grateful for salvation say salvation says salvation said this salvation as to this salvation the prophets who prophesied of the grace that would come to you made careful searches and inquiries the prophets of old they made careful searches they they made careful inquiries in the spirit say in the spirit they are inquiring in the spirit they are searching in the realm of the spirit they are making a careful search in the realms of the spirit in the dimension of the spirit for what seeking to know what person or time the spirit of christ within them oh allow this the spirit of who the prophets of the old testament had the spirit of christ within them don't think that the the holy spirit of the old testament and the holy spirit of the new testament are two different people no they are one and the same amen the same spirit the spirit of christ which was in them within them prompted them to carefully make searches and inquiries seeking to know what person or time the spirit of christ within them was indicating as he predicted the sufferings of christ and the glories to follow amen say glories to follow glories. the sufferings of christ did not end with sufferings the the sufferings of christ man there's a there's a result that's right there's a result the end result of the sufferings of christ was glory say glories glories to follow Hallelujah. man Amen. so you're considering salvation say salvation. salvation 
what the prophets searched out, what they sought out. We are considering that which the prophets of old sought out. Amen. We are considering salvation. We are considering the, the sufferings of Christ. Are you considering the sufferings of Christ? How often do you consider the sufferings of Christ? How often do you think about salvation? How often do you give time to consider what the prophets have prophesied? Hallelujah. And it was revealed to them, these prophets, it was revealed to them. I'm talking about Isaiah, amen, Jeremiah, Hosea, Amos. Give me some prophets. Nahum, Sephaniah, Zechariah. Tell, tell me some names. Elijah. Elijah, that's right, Elijah, Elisha, the prophets of old. Huh? Deborah, Moses, Jeremiah, Daniel, Elijah. John, that's right, John the Baptist is also there. Huh? Enoch, that's right, oh wow, Enoch. All these prophets of old, they prophesied how they searched the spiritual realm. They searched by the spirit of Christ within them. They searched, made careful inquiries about the time and the person. And it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves. But you. I can't even begin to think that Isaiah was serving me or Moses was serving me. Are you getting this? They were serving you. Prophet Jeremiah was serving Tijo. Think about it. Joshua of the Old Testament was serving this Joshua here. David was serving this David here. Think about it. They were serving you. The prophets of old, when they were making careful inquiries, they, when they were searching out this matter concerning the timing of Christ, the, the person of Christ, who, who he would be, where he would be born, what time he would appear. When they were doing all that, you know what they were doing? They were serving the church. They were serving the church. They were serving me. Yes, they were serving you. They were not serving themselves. Say, so you, are, you are the beneficiaries of somebody's service. Amen? You are the beneficiaries of not ordinary people. I'm not talking about ordinary people. People who have terrified kings. People who have made kings to tremble. They are the ones who served you. You are the beneficiaries of the service of such. The majestic ones. They were not serving themselves. They were serving us. In these things which now have been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you. How many of you got the, the gospel preached to you? How many of you heard the gospel preached to you? Hello? Did you hear the gospel preached to you? Did you hear the gospel preached to you? How many of you had the gospel preached to you? You had the gospel being preached to you? You had the gospel being preached to you? Are you happy about that? That... That somebody chose to share the gospel with you. I mean, am, am I in church this morning? This is church? Like talking about the ones who saved? The ones who believe in Christ? Is it? Huh? Okay. Are you sure? Because I'm confused this morning. I'm really confused. Because I talked about salvation 
and you're like, yeah. I talked talked about prophecies of old. I I talked that the prophets of old served you. And I talked about the gospel being preached to you. You're expressionless, and I'm worried about you. I really am. Hello, get a life, church. Come on, come on, change. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you in these things which now have been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit send from heaven. The Holy Spirit enabled the one who preached to you. The Holy Spirit, God, say God, enabled that person who came to you with the gospel. It is because God enabled that person that you heard the gospel and you got saved. It was not the work of man. There are legions of angels. Legions of angels were dispatched for your case. Some of you had tough nuts to crack. I'm telling you. A lot of resources of heaven was used on your case. I know about me. I'm talking about myself. So I got reason to celebrate. I'm so excited because I know this gospel changed me. And the, and the Holy Spirit enabled those people to minister to me. I heard the gospel. The gospel. As to this salvation, the prophets who prophesied of the grace. Say grace. grace. Say grace. grace. If you know grace, say grace. grace. That would come to you. Made careful searches and inquiries. Seeking to know what person or time. The spirit of Christ within them was indicating as he predicted. The sufferings of Christ and the glories to follow. The church is the glory that followed the sufferings of Christ. You and I are the glories. Say glories. You're looking at glories. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're a glory. <sighs> glory. Turn to the other person and say, glory. Glory. Some of you are like, glory. <laughs> Maybe you're looking at the wrong person. Say, glory. Say, glory. Glory. You are the glory that followed the sufferings of Christ. Amen. You being in the house of God today is the glory that followed the sufferings of Christ. It took whiplashes on the, on the back of Christ. It took wounds on him to bring you into the church. The blood of Jesus was just flowing like a fountain from Emmanuel's veins. As to this salvation, consider this salvation, this gospel, this messianic prophecies. Which, has now, which have now been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Look at the next line. Things into which... Things into which... You're not excited. I'm telling you. Angels, okay? Angels are here excited seeing you in church this morning. I'm telling you, little. Angels are excited because they can see you in church today. I'm telling you, they're looking at you. I mean, in your case, I'm telling you, they'll be rejoicing. That's how excited they are. Angels long to look into these things. No, I know that the, that's, what the, that's what the Bible says. When one sinner comes home, what happens? There's a lot of quietness in, in heaven. 
they they declare band hartal is that what you think about your salvation day of salvation on the day of my salvation i, I knew that it was overtime party amen nobody slept that night hallelujah oh, amen that's right come on brother you're getting it so i'm in i'm in good company i'm in good company you know our salvation caused the angels to look got saved philip got saved how hallelujah that's the fact that's what it is now you might not be impressed by the person sitting next to you but the angels are pretty impressed now you might not like it see i want to tell you something this listen to me very carefully okay this year okay this is a word i received from um you know my spiritual father and the lord confirmed it to me this year you will see i mean people who don't stand a chance to be in the church come into church okay so if you're going to sit like unimpressed about their coming into church i'm telling you you'll be you'll be a lot in for a lot of heartbreak okay so start rejoicing seeing your neighbor at, at least at least pretend to begin with pretend you're happy yeah pretend you're happy force yourself to smile yeah pretend just pretend that you're happy seeing your neighbor in church pretend no at least start there because some of you are like you know i don't know what makes you smile on a sunday morning the fact that you are sitting beside glory say glory, glory. which followed the sufferings of christ and some of you could come together as a family what kind of a work is that you and your household got saved amen. hallelujah generations have come together amen and you cribbing about this adu seriyalla idu seriyalla that didn't go well this was not fine you know i didn't have my coffee right today i didn't get breakfast i had to get up early i didn't get a good sleep really you are worried about all that are you worried about all that see the lord will the lord is doing a a shifting okay in the church see he's going to make the house a house a, a place of jubilation celebration amen joyful praises amen hallelujah that's right that's right the culture of the church is going to be established it the culture of the church is not jealousy the culture of the church is not backbiting and backstabbing the culture of the church is not all that is not division yes, amen yes. hallelujah the culture of the church is not insecurity no hallelujah. righteousness amen. peace joy. joy in the holy ghost hallelujah. in the holy ghost amen you got to have joy in the holy ghost so if you are struggling to smile in church i'm telling you pray be on your knees do something about it yes. do something about it because the lord is about to invade amen. the church with joy rivers of joy rivers of joy consider the gospel consider the gospel consider the work of salvation see when 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 we when you consider the gospel i'll tell you what's the problem when some of you consider the gospel this is what you think 
Yes, I was a sinner. I got saved. So the debt of sin is, is taken. It's, it's, been, it's, it's taken care of. I'm going to go to heaven. That's it. That's not it. That's just the first step. The first step of salvation. The first step of this package. This finished work on the cross. You know, you have been made a son of God. A child of God. You have airship. Man, you are an heir. A co-heir with Christ. You share in the inheritance of Christ. Man, that's right. You share in the glories of Christ. You, you, you can live like Christ lived. Man, you can walk in victory. See those songs, you know, to sing those songs, you need to understand what, what we're talking about. I'm going to see a victory. Really? Do you really believe that? What kind of victory? A victory in Christ. It's in Christ. Man, our God is risen. He's alive. He's won the victory. Your victory. He has won it. You don't have to spend anything for that. You don't have to spend anything to buy your victory. Your victory is the result of what Christ has paid for. It's yours. Because Christ made the payment in full. Hallelujah. Say consider the gospel. Say the gospel. Say salvation. Consider the work of salvation. Consider the prophets of old who served you as they prophesied of this gift of salvation. Consider the angels who cannot help but be in awe of this great work on the cross given to mankind. And then it says, therefore. Now verse 13, put it up. Therefore. Therefore. Think about salvation. Think about the gospel. Man. Think about the prophets. Think about the sufferings of Christ. Think about the glories that followed. Think about angels who are in awe. And then say, therefore. Now it, 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 everything is in perspective. Therefore. Therefore. Yes. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace of God. Amen. The Amplified says it like this. So prepare your minds for action. Be completely sober in spirit. Steadfast. Say steadfast. Self-disciplined. Say self-discipline. This is what the Spirit of God wants you to have. Self-discipline. Steadfastness. Consistency. See, if you can't see consistency in your walk with the Lord, in your service unto God, you need to be on your knees and ask the Lord to help you with that. Ask the Lord to help you with that. Consistency is a trait of those who are led by the Spirit. You've got to be consistent. You've got to be the same. The same attitude, the same joy, the same excitement. Amen. Every time you do something for the Lord, it's the same. Nothing has changed. Whether it's one person, five people, ten people, whether it's a church or a, you know, whether it is a, a, you know, a public place, it's a street corner, uh, it's a stadium. It does not have any, it make, does not make any difference. You're consistent. Say steadfast. You're steadfast. Sober in spirit, steadfast, self-disciplined, spiritually and morally alert. Say alert. You got to be alert. Your antenna must be up. Is your antenna up or down? Which antenna? <laughs> Not the one that catches all the frequencies of this world. Talking about the antenna that catches the spirit. Says spirit. Man. The moral sense. That antenna. Amen. The spirit. I'm telling you, be open to the spirit. Don't, don't be stoic in the presence of God. 
don't be stoic in the presence of god be open to the spirit respond 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 the message bible says i love this okay uh, let me okay damika because he can help me with okay do what i read okay stand there just uh, just for illustration turn that side okay do what i so roll up your sleeves get your head in the game <laughs> you getting this thank you thank you so much roll up your sleeves and get your head in the game roll up your sleeves that's what the message bible says that's what we that's the paraphrased version of what we just heard therefore be ready for action prepare your minds for action roll up your sleeves and be get your head in the game some of you don't have your head in the game your head is somewhere else hello your sleeve is not rolled up you're looking spick and span you're looking straight jacketed you're not ready for action you got to roll up your sleeves and get your head into the game the voice bible okay this is another version it says so get yourselves ready so ready prepare your minds to act control yourselves the more you meditate and consider salvation the more you meditate on the gospel the more you do all this that we just mentioned this is what it will do to you it will make your mind prepared for action it will get you ready to serve god it'll get you ready to serve god it'll make you completely sober in spirit it'll make you steadfast it'll make make you self disciplined it'll make you spiritually and morally alert you will roll up your sleeves and get your head in the game that's what you got you got to do think about salvation think about the cross think about the sufferings of christ think about the blood of jesus think about the gospel consider the gospel meditate on the gospel remember that day the fact that heaven chose you to hear the gospel on that day you do that you know what it, it does it makes you ready it makes you prepared now sometimes see the the slackness in serving god is because you have forgotten your salvation stack the slackness in serving god is because you have forgotten your salvation you are dis- you are disconnected you are you are distracted you are so, there are so many things vying you are trying to catch your attention therefore the more you meditate and consider salvation this is what it will do to you if you are mindful enough of our salvation of the finished work on the cross of the accurate fulfillment of of prophecies of the service unto us by the prophets of old of the preaching of the gospel which we were privileged to hear and of the angelic wonder concerning all of this we'll be living so much differently we will live so much differently we'll be ready for action we'll be ready for action you will we'll stop cribbing about petty things in life we will stop complaining and worrying about petty things in life i'm telling you and lo- most of us are worried about petty things in life you are you're cribbing about small things in life you are too consumed you are you are so full you know you are you are so full of yourselves 
You become so full of yourselves. Now I want to I want to show you something. Okay, this is this is interesting. It was it was it did something to me. I hope it will do something to you. Two different words are used to indicate the word time in Greek. Okay, are you here? Two different words. Fifty-four times, this word is used in the New Testament. The word is chronos. Say chronos. The word chronos is used how many times? Fifty-four times. How many of you heard heard the word chronos? Yeah, it's it's the root word for chronology. Yeah, chronicles. Chronos. Okay, it's it just means time. A given period of time, an amount of time. That's what it means. Chronos. So, fifty-four times in the New Testament, the Greek word chronos is used. Whereas, eighty-six times in the New Testament, another word is used. It's called kairos. Say kairos. You would have heard this. Say chronos. Say kairos. Both these words are translated as time in English. In the English Bible, you will see the same word time. But one is from chronos. The other one is from Kairos. Now, what Kairos means, though the general translation uses the word time for both these Greek words, Kairos means much more than time. It means an opportune time or a fitting season. It indicates the right time for something. Say, Kronos is just just time. A given period of time, a day. It indicates a day, a season, uh, an hour, a moment, whatever it is. But Kairos, wherever Kairos is used, it's a time where God has chosen that pocket of time to do something. That's Kairos. It, it, in other words, it is the opportune time. It's the appointed time. Say appointed time. The appo- see, for some of you, 2024 is going to be Kronos, but for some of you, it's going to be Kairos. Man, for those of you who are ready, 2024 is going to be Kairos. Man, for those of you who are prepared for action, 2024 is going to be Kairos. It's going to be the favorable year of the Lord. It's going to be the favorable year of the Lord. Receive this. It's going to be the favorable year of the Lord. It's going to be that time when God has visited you with favor. 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 Man, you heard that this morning, the crown, he will crown the year with the bounty of his goodness. Man, the paths will drip with fatness. So you can choose what you want. Do you want chronos or do you want kairos? Do you want chronos or do you want kairos? So it's, it's all dependent on what we want. The kingdom operates like that. Now you will see what, you will get what you want. You can get what you want. That's how the kingdom operates. That's how faith works. You get, the access is the same. It's just a matter of whether you want to go in and take inheritance. You want to catalambano. Man, you want to lay hold of it. It's your choice. Hallelujah. Sekairos. Sekairos. Now, if you are spiritually alert, if with your mind prepared and girded up for action, 2024 can be understood as Kairos. The opportune time in which the Spirit of God will move in an unprecedented manner of favor upon the church. Man, 
unprecedented favor see the spirit of god is going to move upon this earth and is going to lift the church in a in a manner like never before yes. but you got to be ready ready your readiness is the ticket your readiness is what you show the lord yes let's have it let's do it let's do it therefore said so therefore be prepared for action be ready for action be girded up in your mind be sober in spirit be self controlled self disciplined so you can ask yourself what is 2024 going to be what is 2024 going to be can you see it as kairos or do you see it as chronos just another year in the roll of time it can be just another year for you in the rolling of time in the passing of time 2024 can be just another year another year has passed us by so at the end of the year you say and the year has went by nothing special nothing remarkable just ordinary it was just another year 365 days so 366 days by the way this year we have one extra day that's also significant one extra day of favor for the church that's right it's, it's, it, this is the the year of the extra man this is the year of the extra yeah so or can you see this kairos the appointed time for god's favor an opportune time to take action the spirit of god has declared the word over the church this year man so he has done what he wants to do what he can do declare the word he can say the word he can give the word see don't expect god to do anything more than declare the word when he declares the word he has done it all that's the truth when god declares the word over us he has done everything amen. because he is the word amen. are you getting this yes, yes. so be ready be prepared be be dressed in readiness the prophetic word is given so that is not given so that you can this do this yeah be ready okay just sit back and do nothing about it that's not why we get prophecies the purpose of prophecy is not to make you laid back is not to make you disconnected the purpose of a prophetic word it comes with a call to be responsible amen, amen? prophecy comes with and a call to take responsibility amen. the prophetic word is given so that you can you can use it as a road map it's a road map it's a road map to your future you can look at the road map and figure out okay now where now what what next which turn what's the route how do you look at it you look at the prophetic word the prophetic word says ready okay be ready be see you have to follow the road map at all times man that's why the prophetic word is released so god has given this word you know and in you know, the things that can stand in the way of this prophetic word being fulfilled is unbelief say unbelief, unbelief. pride say pride. pride pride can oppose the prophetic word yes. unbelief can oppose the prophetic word foolishness can oppose the prophetic word you you can be a you can be so foolish and oppose the prophetic word and fight against the prophetic word forgetfulness say forgetfulness 
it's equivalent to despising prophecy you, you forget you forget what the, the word was that can deprive you of prophetic fulfillment so 2024 is the year of readiness say readiness say readiness say readiness like you mean readiness it means you know what you know what it means it means you're favored to receive and seize the opportunity that god will place before you you're favored that's what it means it means that the grace of god will make you equipped to do what god has called you to do hallelujah if you can be ready you can capitalize on this favor if you can be ready you can capitalize on this word you can build on this word you can fight your way through this word so don't blow up your kairos this year don't blow it up tell your neighbor don't blow it up tell your neighbor don't blow it up don't miss out tell your neighbor don't miss out don't don't miss out don't blow it up don't blow it up the lord says be ready it means you're favored it just means you're favored be ready you're favored this is here for those of you who choose to enjoy the benefits of favor more than the benefits of labor what do you want you want you want to earn with labor okay, i want to strive i want to strive i want to do something about it i'm going to work hard to earn this you will be disappointed for those of you who are ready to just enjoy favor just 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 take okay i'm i'm favored i receive the benefits of favor amen everything is about favor everything is about favor and that which is withheld from you will come to you because you are favored So those of you planning to work hard to earn it, you'll be disappointed. For the rest of us here who choose to rely on incredible favor, <laughs> sit back and enjoy. Just be ready. Take the word seriously. It brings about the favor of God in your life. Taking the word seriously brings about the favor of God operational in your life. Take God for at His word. Take God at His word. Take God at His word. now we were we were considering the life of esther i want to look at something before i close today we were considering the life of esther we considered that she had something which none of the other beautiful virgins of that land had she possessed something else she possessed the favor of god and she found favor with everyone whom she met from the word go she was favored she got a head start she from right from getting a head start to having the choicest maids the choicest portion the best place in the harem amen the best advisor you can ever think of she had everything and see everyone who who saw her loved her the bible says and it went on all the way that the king saw her and took delight in her amen, amen? and the the royal crown of favor amen. was placed upon her head she did not work work her way for it You know that Esther did not slog for it. Yes. Esther did not slog for it. Amen. She just enjoyed the favor. Amen. Enjoyed the favor. Amen. It was it was unexplainable favor. It's favor. Now I'm going to consider a little little bit more into her highly favored life. I want to read from Esther chapter three. After these events, the events after the. the 12 months of purification and and purification and the fact after after she was uh, chosen uh, as the queen uh, to succeed washti 
Okay, after these events, look at what happened. King Ahasuerus promoted. Okay, there's a plot that was exposed that also happened. After these events, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman. Say Haman. Haman. The son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, and advanced him and established his authority over all the princes who were with him. And all the king's servants who were at the king's gate bowed down and paid homage to Haman. For so the king had commanded concerning him. But Mordecai neither bowed, neither bowed down nor paid homage. Refused to bow down. Refused to bow down. Except to God. Man, don't let the systems of this world uh, get your worship. Don't let the systems of this world, the powers of this world get your worship. Don't give attention. Don't give attention. Be very careful this year. Be very careful this year. Amen. So Mordecai chose not to bow down or pay homage. Then the king's servants who were at the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why are you transgressing the king's command? Now it was when. So now you can. See, listen. To please God, you have to transgress every human command. You might have to transgress, transgress human commands. But the, the choice is to please God. Man. Now it was when they had spoken daily to him. And he would not listen to them. So they compelled him. What is wrong with you Mordecai? Bow down before Haman. Why don't you give homage to him? Just give him some worship. Just stand up and, and make him happy. He refused after daily you know, being, being uh, compelled to do that. But he disdained to... Sorry, when Haman's... Now, now it was when they had spoken daily to him and he would not listen to them that they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's reason would stand. For he had told them that he was a Jew. You don't need so much reason to behave the way you behave. Amen. You're a child of God. That's good enough. You're a Christian. You belong to Jesus. That's your reason. To be the way you are. Amen. The be, to be the way God wants you to be. Amen. Don't try to give more explanation. He just said, I'm a Jew. Meaning, I am God's special people. That's what it means. When Haman saw that Mordecai neither bowed down nor paid homage to him, Haman was filled with rage. But he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for they had told who the people of Mordecai were. They had told him who the people of Mordecai were. Therefore, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews, the people of Mordecai, who were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus. In the first month, which is the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of King Ahasuerus, say the first month. Say the first month. Which is the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of the King Ahasuerus, per, that is the Lord, was cast before Haman from day to day and from month to month until the twelfth month. That is the month of Adar. So they are casting lords. So to do anything, they had this practice of casting lords. So for 12 months, say 12 months. From the first month to the 12th month, they continued to cast lords. He continued to cast lords to do what? He is scheming against the people of God, against Mordecai. So that is why it is important to pray at all times. You might be praying now about something that is going to turn up 12 months from now. Are you getting this? You might be praying, you might be on your knees, interceding for the church for something that's, that's going to show up 12 months from now. Because the enemy can scheme 12 months in advance. 
That's why we must get our act right from the first month onwards. Say first month onwards. Amen. Hello. Hallelujah. See, these things are significant. Yes. Okay. From the first month onwards, Amen. be alert. Amen. Amen. Be prepared. In the seed, pray. Pray at all times. Then Hamad said to King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered and dispersed among the people in all the providences of your kingdom. Their laws are different from, the, from those of all other people. For they do not observe the king's laws. So it is not in the king's interest to let them remain. For it is pleasing to the king. Let it be decreed that they be destroyed. And I, say I. Oh, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those who carry the king's business to put into the king's treasuries. Meaning, I will sponsor this. So people can sponsor schemes against us. People can sponsor, state-sponsored scheming. Do you know that things are happening like that in this nation? Okay. The kind of wickedness and evil that is being schemed against the people of God and that which is sponsored big time. Okay, I'm not going into details, but just for you to know. If you want more details, you can come and talk to me. I'll, I'll let you know. Then the king took his signet ring from his hand and gave it to Hamad, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, the enemy of the Jews. And the king said to Haman, the silver is yours and the people also to do with them as you please. So he gave, he got authority, say authority. authority. The authority in the wrong hands, say authority in the wrong hands. Authority. authority in the wrong hands. Sometimes you will see authority in the wrong hands. You know, just a few verses before that you saw this wicked man prospering. What does the Bible say about that? Psalm 37. Let's, let's turn to Psalm 37 for a minute. Quickly. Psalm 37. What does the word, the word say in Psalm 37? Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious towards wrongdoers. For they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. And he will bring forth your righteousness as the light. And your judgment as the noonday. Rest, say rest. rest. Say rest. rest. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It leads only to evil doing. For evildoers will be cut off. For those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Yet a little while and the wicked man will be no more. And you will look carefully for his place and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant Amen. prosperity. Amen. So you see this character who's prospering. He got promoted. He was placed above all the princes, all the governors, all the satraps. He was given charge over all of them. And the king gave command that he should be worshipped. But one man refused because he was humble in the eyes of God. He was a person of God. He was a man of God. Amen. 
So he got the signet ring. Haman got the signet ring, and the king said to Haman, "The silver is yours. The people also to do with them as you please." Then the king's scribes were summoned on the thirteenth day of the first month, and it was written just as Haman commanded to the king's satraps, to the governors who were over each province, to the princes of each people, each province according to his script, each people according to his language, being written in the name of King Ahasuerus and sealed with the king's signet ring. A letter was sent by couriers to all of the king's provinces to destroy, to kill. Listen to this: to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all the Jews, both young and old, women and children, in one day. In one day, the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month Adar, and to seize their possessions as plunder. It goes on to talk about how this this decree was made public. Okay, now let's look at what what Mordecai how Mordecai responded. This is what I want you to focus on, chapter four. When Mordecai learned all that had been done, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes, and went out into the midst of the city and wailed loudly and bitterly. And he went as far as the king's gate, for no one was to enter the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. And in each and every province where the command and decree of the king came. There was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting and weeping and wailing, and many lay on sackcloth and ashes. Then Esther's maidens and her eunuchs came and told her, and the queen, okay, how do you pronounce this word? Rith, right. Thank you. The queen writes in great anguish, and she sent garments to clothe Mordecai, that he might remove his sackcloth from him, but he did not accept them. She's a queen now. She doesn't have to care for Mordecai anymore, does she? In human terms, she does not have. She's got other business now. She's got a, the king to please. She's got the king to please. She does not have to bother about Mordecai anymore. So listen to this. When God blesses you, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget His people. Don't forget His people. Don't forget the ones who fed you. Don't forget the one who ones who cared for you. Don't forget the ones who stood with you. Don't forget. Amen. Esther did not forget. Esther heard about Mordecai in sackcloth. She could have just ignored and continued to enjoy the pleasures in the palace, but she responded. She sent clothes, royal clothes, and tried to compel him to remove the sackcloth and put on this garments. He refused. But Esther summoned Hatak from the king's eunuch. Whom the king had appointed to attend her, and ordered him to go to Mordecai to learn what this was and why it was. So Hatak went out to Mordecai to the city square in the front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him, and the exact amount of money that Haman had promised to pay the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the text of the edict. Which had been issued in Susa for the destruction, that he might show Esther and inform her, and to order her to go into the king to implore his favor and to plead with him for her people. And Hathak came back and related Mordecai's words to Esther. Then Esther spoke to Hathak and ordered him to reply to Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that for any man or woman who comes to the king. To the inner court, who is not summoned, he has but one law: that he be put to death, unless the king holds out to him the golden scepter, so that he may live. 
and I have not been summoned to come to the king for these 30 days. And they related Esther's words to Mordecai. Look at the next verse. I want you to pay attention here. The Mo then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther. Do not imagine that you in the king's palace can escape any more than all the Jews. For if you remain silent at this time, say time. If you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place and you and your father's house will perish. And who knows? Say who knows? Say who knows? And who knows whether you have not attained royalty for such a time as this. I'm telling you the church is given favor for such a time as this. If you remain silent, the Lord, I'm telling you to, to individually, okay? Take this as a word individually. You are given favor to do the work of the Lord, to do what God has commanded you to do, to respond to his call. There's a favor of God released over you to respond to that call. If you remain silent, the Lord can raise another person to bring relief to the church. To bring relief to the church. First, shed this idea about yourself that you are irreplaceable. Just let it, out, let it just fly out of the window. Just fly right. Let's just, just go out of the window. Don't think that you are irreplaceable. You are irreplaceable when you respond. If you respond, you are irreplaceable. If you are obedient, you are irreplaceable. Only you can do what God has called you to do. But if you don't respond, you are not irreplaceable. You are not indispensable. God can raise hundred others like you to do this, the kind of work God is calling you to do. Esther was given opportunity. Say opportunity. It was a window of opportunity. It was a chi say Kairos. Are you getting this? Yes. Esther could have seen it as Kronos or Kairos. Okay, Kronos. Another year in the king's palace. No. It was a Kairos moment for her. A time to take action. Therefore, she had to prepare her minds for action. She had to prepare her mind for action. She had to be sober. She had to fix her hope. In the deliverance of God. If you're not going to take action, it's your miss. It's your big miss. Only you will miss. Nobody else will miss. You will miss out. You will miss out. When you don't respond to favor, you will miss out. When you don't respond to favor, you will miss out. When God gives you favor and you don't do anything about it, you miss out. It will not go well with you. That's why I said it will not go well with you. When the word of the Lord comes to you, if you don't respond, it will not do, go well with you. That's a principle of God. It's not a curse or anything. It's a principle of God. That's how God works. Are you with me? Are you with me? Why are you all, all of you very serious? Is it, is it doing something to you? You're feeling a, a pinch, a burn within. I hope you are. I hope you are. Well, see, the, this is the prophetic word for you. God has positioned you where you're positioned. Amen. God has placed you 
where you are placed god has established you where you are established with a purpose with a purpose amen if you don't respond in this time in this opportune time who knows say who knows tell your neighbor who knows who knows maybe you attained favor for such a time as this who knows say i know you better know that you better know that don't say who knows that is mordecai's language you should say i know i've attained favor for such a time as this you have attained favor for such a time as this the favor upon your life is for such a time as this the favor of, upon your life is for this year amen the favor upon your life is for this year it is for 2024 the grace of god upon your life is 20 is for 2024 it's for you to, to do mighty exploits for god it's for you to step into your victory zone amen into your destiny amen for those of you who don't want to have that if you don't want to have that you will not get it that's why i said it's a, it's a matter of choice it's a matter of choice that's what it is then mordecai told them to reply to esther do not imagine tell your neighbor do not imagine do not imagine that you will escape any more than all the others and then say for if you remain quiet if you remain passive if you remain silent if you remain without action if you remain unprepared if you remain not ready at this time relief and deliverance and ministry and victory will arrive for the church from another place and you and your father's house will not be there will not be there in the script and who knows say i know i know that i have attained favor royalty for such a time as this